Welcome back, everybody, to the Compile Time Podcast. I am here. I am Mitch with our wonderful co-host, as usual, Ryan. Howdy. Ethan. What's up, guys? And today, we have what might possibly be the biggest episode we've ever had yet, because we have the absolute biggest special guest we've ever had at an astonishing eight foot three. Jordan Clark is here as our special guest. Jordan. Woo! Woo! Introduce yourself. Uh, oh, you already did. Eight foot, what did you say, three? Three. Yeah, eight foot three, Jordan Clark. Is that all touch that... the ceiling? That's it. Is... That's, that's all that's I am. All? That's, okay. There's nothing else important. There's nothing else, nothing else interesting. Okay, that's cool. So, to be fair, big talking point. So I understand. Very big. We'll, we'll get back to you in a... long legs. Yes, exactly. We'll get back to you in a second. <laughs> Ethan, would you like to, uh, to lead us into our one-word check-ins? Yo, guys, it's time for our one-word check-ins. If you're new to the Compile Time podcast, the three hosts, we all have certain qualities, and some of us lack certain qualities. Um, so for me, we kind of go through each of our talking points and discuss with each other what we do have and what we don't have. So for me, for example, I have a job, and I am not in California, but I don't have a girlfriend. And so the check-in for me is, the one-word check-in is, Ethan, do you have a girlfriend? The answer is no. And there's no weekly story around that. Shoot. Uh, that's so a following shame. up is Ryan. Yeah, so Ryan uh, for... Ryan has a girlfriend oh. and likes being in California, but he's not hired. So Ryan... Is this true? Are you hired? Uh, no, but I actually do have story time. Um, and the story time is, is that I, I actually might be, um, on Monday. Uh, Whoa! Let's go! Let's but, go! But they, I, they're a little startup. They identified some projects that they want doing. They think they want to bring me on as a contractor. So next week, I, I will actually have probably, uh, hopefully a good answer, but I'll have a story either way. And that is my one word check-in. Let's that is go. fantastic news. Time. Huge. That is so exciting. Thanks oh for the my goodness. Fellas. The compilers back home are just absolutely losing their mind at this. We are going to get plastered on Monday. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. You should record next week's episode on Monday after you get plastered. Yeah, <laughs> actually, actually I think that's if I have a job episodes. next week, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show up and I'm going to crack a beer. And I, I encourage all of you 21-year-old compilers to do the same with me. Because yes. it's a monumentous yes. occasion. Of course. Now, Mitch, he's hired, and he has a girlfriend, but he doesn't like being in California. No, sir. So, Mitch, what's your check-in? 160 days. 160 days. Until I leave, and I go to the great state of one of the other 49 ones. I don't, I don't know that information quite yet, but it's out of the 49 other states, it's going to be one of those. Or I could, there... actually, I could end up in L.A., which I think I'd probably do, like, seppuku before I go there. So we'll, oh. we'll keep you updated in, in, like, 160 days on what happens. You know, I'll be there either recording here or from Beyond the Grave. So we'll see. We'll see. What is seppuku? That's the uh, that. Japanese form that. of dying yourself. Is that this? Yes. Yeah. The... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rough. Rough that was times. good. That was a very better, ad better than being in LA, and definitely better than being in California. So I mean, I, mm. we have our preferences. Wow. <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry, I, I gotta, 
I got stupidity stuck in my thread. I was thinking of California too much. Oh, Brian, tell us about news. Oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, we have we have our special guest, right? Oh, and our sorry. special guest, you know, you can do whatever you want or don't want to say pertaining to our three categories or anything else. But you know, just give us a little check in while you're here. You know. Oh man, well, of the three options, this there's the whether you like California. There's whether you're hired and there's whether you have a girlfriend. Uh, that's, yeah. That's the category. It's whether you like got. where you live. Pick your favorite. Yeah. I, yeah. You I want. mean, oh man. I I mean, I can relate with Mitch because I hate California. That's what we like to see, baby. I can <laughs> relate with uh, Ryan. Did Ryan say he did have a girlfriend? I missed it. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, I'll relate with Ryan on the girlfriend, and I'll relate with Ethan on the hired. So, oh, I got, man, got at least three. one of each. I think yeah, I have this, overlaps well, too. But you're not, you're not welcome here anymore. Either. He's the, he's the <laughs> avatar of compile time. <laughs> <laughs> he's that's good. That's good. He's the two good. pandas that like go like this. You you know that meme where the two pandas go like. Come on, you guys don't know that meme. I'm sorry, I got uh, no idea. I'm glad, uh, I think glad we all. A all more, right, move on. All right, and Avatar's good. Okay, moving on. We were equally confused about that. <laughs> also, before I get to the tech news, I just want to say that the Bucks are the greatest team in the history of football. Um, it's not debatable. Um, I don't like Tom Brady. Dude, you live we're in probably San the worst Francisco. team to ever get. The, the 49ers Listen, are going to brother, the Super Bowl. I'm not from here. I'm not from here. It would be disingenuous for me to just switch teams because I moved a few months ago. That's not how it works, all right? I'm a Broncos fan, near and dear to my heart, but you are, we suck. Like, you're and from all I'm saying is, Yeah, I know. You're from Florida. You can be a Bucks fan. But like, that's why, that's, what I'm saying is I can also be a 49ers fan because the stadium is a 10-minute walk from my house. You can yeah, but we, we made the playoffs, and so technically I have to disagree with the results. You guys, you know... Okay. It didn't happen. So we're looking guys. up, looking up every day. <laughs> you guys. Okay, well, our hockey team is better than yours, and our basketball team is better. If it yeah, makes only you feel better. I grew up in San Diego when the Chargers were there, and I hate the Chargers so much. <laughs> I, I didn't say you have to like the team where you're from. I'm just saying I do, and we should have won the Super Bowl. Anybody who saw us play and get our our ass handed to us knows that we're we're really the greatest. I'm being completely sarcastic, but I do love the Bucks. Um, so, actually getting into the tech news, uh, first story up is the Apple Vision Pro, finally out, finally about. Um, according to reviews, actually not that bad. I like skiing, so the ski goggles vibe doesn't affect me that much, but <laughs> Ethan actually saw one in the wild, so I want to hear what his take is on how it looks. I did see one in the wild. Guys, it, I was walking out of my elevator today, today. I walked out of the elevator and I was walking through the exit that it take every day. I was it's just through the food court, down the hallway to the parking garage. So I'm take the turn into the food court and I just see this man and this woman sitting at the table and the woman has got on the Apple Vision Pro. Guys, it is thinner than I thought it was going to be, actually. If you watch MKBHD's breakdown of it, he shows taking off the mesh, the the light seal. It's actually a lot smaller than you would think, which is interesting and almost contrary to what people are saying about the weight issue, about it being super front heavy. 
I think that also has to do with the light seal kind of pushing it a little bit further away from your face. But just walking by it, it honestly does not look like it's sticking out that much further than ski goggles would be. I feel mm. like the videos that I've seen kind of indicate that it's a little, it's like it's way out there. It really wasn't on this lady's face. And honestly, the thing looked thing looked slick. She had the solo band on. It looked mm. fantastic. I was aghast. I was just like, wow, that is, that's the Apple Vision Pro right there. That thing has been out for less than a week. And it was really cool. It was really cool to see one in person. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but do you know what's thinner and also came out eight years ago? The eight Google Glass. Ago. The mm. Google Glass was thinner, it was cooler, and it was better. So. Okay, but the Google Glass didn't do much. I could play, like, was like, I could play Angry it. Birds on it. Can you, you really, have them? Can you really play Angry Birds on that? I thought you could. I remember, okay, so in like eighth grade, I say eight I years ago, <laughs> because I guessed, I guessed it was like eight years ago or something, right? But there was this kid, Let's very, this. very rich kid, like his, his house had like dinosaur bones in it. He had the Google Glass and he brought them into class weird. and he was like, oh yeah, look at this. And he threw like a bird in his vision, right? You could kind of see it because that's how they worked. That's, that's what I remember from it. But so actually, it was very thin and much thinner than the ski goggles that people are buying for like $2,600 or whatever. It's like so much more. Just, see, uh, my point exactly, it's $900 more expensive than whatever I said. $800, so my bad. Google Glass... Um... Came out in 2013. That's 10 years ago. That's a God, oh, almost 11 years ago in April. That was forever ago. Dude, 2013 um, was 11 years ago. Yeah. That can't be right. Yeah. That's not right, yeah, dude. I don't like that at all. I graduated high school in 2019. That's like... That's at Stop least it. half a decade ago. Stop it. We don't need to do this to ourselves, guys. <laughs> we are like not old enough to be having this conversation. No. Yeah, the Google Glass also could play Angry Birds. That's hilarious. I did not know that. Yeah. That changes so, my whole perspective and, on that product. You know what can't play Angry Birds? The Apple Pro Vision. Honestly, it could. You can it open could. up a browser. I don't think you can. You can. No, no. You can open up a browser, so anything a browser can do. Oh, can? You can anything, like if it's a Safari game. Like, you know, you not? can get Steam on there. Really? Oh. Mm-hmm. Can you if play they, any, okay. can you play like are all VR things compatible with it or is it just like specific Apple store things? No, because the game would have to run natively on metal and it's a it's a new OS. It's not like it's a port or a reskin of an old OS. Mm. So like definitely there would be some complications to like native VR games. However, if you run something in a browser and then you get the FOV just right. You could probably make that work. I mean, the R1 chip is pretty impressive in that way, so perhaps browser games could... I don't, I don't know of any actual browser ways you could do it, but let's say you're sitting in front of a computer, you have Safari open on the computer, you make the screen one of those things, you make it full screen on your face, and then you run a browser game Safari. Like, you could probably do that. I, I don't know how, how feasible that'd be, but I think it would work. Um, something you along those lines. You could do it. I wouldn't enjoy it, but... Uh, maybe I would. I don't know. I've never had one. I probably never will have one because I don't have that money to throw around. No. So, no. It's cool, though. It's cool technology. I just like to Honestly, make fun of it because it looks kind of stupid. If they... The person on their on their homepage, I just pulled it up, does not look happy to be there. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. I feel like this was Put honestly on the Apple film page? a marketing failure. Yeah, on the Apple Vision Pro page. Okay, I have to look this up now. Oh, we have to look at this now. If they're not happy and they're getting paid by Apple, it's got to be a terrible product. Uh, you're talking about the you lady? this girl? Yeah, most deadpan yeah. smile. <laughs> She's just very... Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yikes. <laughs> That's I mean, oh, they were wow. like, that, smile like, and wait here 15 on? seconds while we take a super high-res photo of your face. Actually, you know, it doesn't look like she's happy. It looks like the goggles are kind of like pumping serotonin into her brain. So it's like an artificial, like, I have to show that I'm happy. You know? Nice. It looks, it looks uh, rough. Yeah. No, I what will are say, your thoughts on the Apple Vision Pro? I... I don't keep up with tech news ironically be even working in tech so i only hear about these things when other people are talking about them so for instance right now i <laughs> yeah. had to i had to look it up to see what this is i don't understand it that's crazy <laughs> is it just like so so do they just is it basically now you have a computer screen on your eyes yeah so you're not like controlling the, it from the glasses well, the, the augmented reality from it is like, I think it's like, it's almost good enough to make it look like real life, but it's still technically you're looking at a screen, right? Mm -hmm. And the, I don't know exactly how the UI works, but again, from watching MKBHD's video on it, it looks like it's kind of just like the screen is in front of you, but it's kind of loosey goosey. You can, the specifics aren't it. You don't have to aim it exactly right. Like you can just like move things around like Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's a good way to put it. Is that it gives you the ability to like control panels and just move them like Iron Man. I saw yeah. someone who got ten panels open, so you really can have like just a ton of stuff around you if you want. Um, and it it handles that pretty well, which I think is fascinating. Um, that being said, Apple really needs to fix their relationship with a lot of developers before this product I think is going to take off. Because not having, because a lot of people who have the product and who made reviews on it said one of the best things you can do with it is like streaming and whatnot, and just watching videos. They said it was a really, really great experience. So the fact that it doesn't have YouTube or Netflix, just because Apple is on the rocks with those companies, I think that's a big downfall. I think if I was a developer, at like like. I, you know, like, I'm a software engineer, and I code, and usually on the panel next to my panel, I have YouTube open or something, I'm watching a tutorial, I'm listening to someone talk, maybe it's it's nothing, but usually I've got something open like that, and the fact that you can't do that on the Vision Pro, I think, is a letdown. Yeah, and the thing is, too, with that, is the fact that developers had to opt out if they didn't want to, so, the, so this is not just... Apple saying, no, you can't come. It's Netflix saying, we don't want to come. And YouTube saying, we don't want that because we don't see the value in that. And that just really goes to show how poor of a relationship you have to have with other developers like that. I mean, even goes to show like on iPhone, how janky YouTube can be and how it just doesn't seem, doesn't work very well with iPhone too. From, from the iPhone, from this point to the point where they don't even want to step into the vision pro space yeah and it's kind of crazy to me because you know like they, they sort of begrudgingly have to do the iphone because that's a lot of people especially in the u.s market like that's a lot of ad revenue they'd be losing but i guess they just figured that the apple vision pro people would be such a small subsect 
but it's not going to be profitable for them and they're not going to do it because it's not going to grow their brand and they don't really like apple which is fair but it's a yeah. shame i think the product itself would be a lot better if there were more apps to use with on launch that was one of the the big downfalls that people mentioned is there's just not a lot of apps to use i don't know exactly how they're the camera to vision tech works, but I want to know what like looking at another screen, like your phone or a computer looks like when you have the goggles on. Cause I, I would imagine it looks a little jumbled, but I don't know how clear the screen you're looking at through the glasses would look like. So citing the MKBHD review, cause I feel like that's all we do. We're all addicts <laughs> and we terrible. Do. We echo um, a lot of MKBHD here. But also cause none of us have this product. He said he was able to text pretty comfortably on his phone at his normal texting distance, and that it wasn't quite as clear, but he said that he could totally get it done and that it was usable. Um, you got to remember that the, the pixel density of the screen is uh, essentially retina, but it's only rendering at that level, like right where your eyes are, and then it blurs everything else, and you don't realize because the eye tracking is so good. So I think it, it, it would run where you're looking at, at a pretty high definition that would be relatively comparable to the human eye. Um, so I'd, I'd like to think it's pretty good. Other people said it was pretty good. It is compatible with all screens in that it can see them. And obviously you can't like manipulate the windows and whatnot. That's only a Mac thing. But, but you know, it should not hinder you if you were just going to wear it around and look at your TV or your phone or whatever, although that would seem very odd to me. It'd be I, very, it'd be a very screenager move. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm watching TV, but I've got my stuff on. Yeah. Like, yeah. at that point, yeah. I would just be watching it on the, the Vision Pro. And the same thing is, like, I'm, I'm, like, somewhat sure that if you have an iPhone, you can take, like, the texts can appear on the Vision Pro, and then you can speak to reply. Like, I... I, f I feel like when you're using it, you shouldn't have a lot of reasons to look at other screens because you can do your development on it. You could like, I, I feel like you shouldn't need to yeah. use the other screens that much. Yeah, yeah. Well, Apple, if you want to sponsor us and send us a pair so we can actually give like a very thorough <laughs> review, we would be more than happy to take it. But yes. uh, until oh, then, we'll, for we'll sure. just cite Marcus Brownlee. He is the greatest. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. MKBHD, if you want to come on our podcast too. <laughs> We'll that would also right be off. pretty nice. Yep, we'll, we'll get rid of him right now. Yeah, we'll get... The bar for like best special guest is pretty low right now. So, <laughs> no, dude, you're like yeah. eight foot three. It's very high right it's now. Pretty oh, that's high. Right. That's, that's a, that's a pretty high think bar. Of that. I would have to jump also to reach that bar. Too, so, oh, shoot. he is pretty tall. Actually, we'll actually stand next to each other. <laughs> He'll come that's to so Colorado cool. and and we'll just be on together. You guys can can be in your your respective locations but he'll come and see me the battle of titans <laughs> that'd be good um yeah the only other thing that i have for tech news is that there are more layoffs always because why not this time it's snapchat laying off 10 percent of their staff um wow. and metavision or meta announced that they would be doing some sort of restructuring and refocusing uh about the brand as a whole so Expect more uh, from their subsidiaries, most likely. Also, Meta had like the biggest stock jump in recorded tech history. I think it was like twenty percent in one day or something crazy like in that. It was insane. In one yeah. day? 
in one day. Yeah, I think it was twenty. It was, I what think did they it was twenty percent. Let me let me get the numbers on that because twenty percent even now seems like a lot in retrospect. I have to make sure I'm right on. But like, what? What? Did this just happen? It happened, happened like two days ago, I think. It jumped from three hundred and ninety-four point seven eight dollars to four hundred and seventy-five dollars in one day. What did that do to their market cap? I don't know, but anybody who was in Meta at that point is very happy right now. <laughs> Why did it happen? They, yeah, I think I'm their, just... their earnings came in and it was a lot higher. I can't remember exactly what happened. I just saw the number got really big. And I felt a All of a sudden, that I, they're I a $1.2 trillion dollar company. Remember when that was a rarity? Like a few years ago, it was like, what the, what the heck is it? You know, trillion dollar company. Yeah, what what is this? Oh my gosh. Yeah, year to date is up 38 33%. Uh, let me this week, yeah, 20% this week, yeah. 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 It's, it's it wild to me that all these companies are like I'm just looking at this February jump. This is hilarious. Um Yeah, man. 20% 20% jump almost exactly. It's like Nvidia's been going crazy, but that meta jump was absurd. So mm -hmm. whatever restructuring they're thinking of doing just might work. Sorry if you guys get laid off if you work at Meta, but like twenty percent speaks a lot. It. Yeah. So in the past year, Meta is up a hundred and fifty six percent. I don't but what have they been doing? What what how are they I haven't heard of them doing anything. Like Apple has iPhone and Apple Vision Pro. Well, Google, they have the quest. Well, they have. Is that yeah, they own the Quest. Has that even been which close has to been enough? getting There's better? No so, chance. funnily There's enough, no after the announcement of the Apple Vision Pro and the release of the Apple Vision Pro, Quest sales have gone up, which is kind of funny. Interesting. But I mean, they've got Instagram, they've got ad revenue, they've got Reels, they've got Snap. You know, they own a lot of stuff. I don't know how I that stuff's doing. I just never hear about them doing anything. Aside from I think this running social media. Yeah, I mean, they run a lot of social media. You know, they had that brief stint where they had, like, that Twitter competitor. Like, I here's the thing. There. I don't think that they've done a lot of innovation this year. But I don't think any companies have done a lot of innovation this year. Because, you know, interest rates high. Making bets is expensive. I mean, a lot of companies are consolidating they're they're cutting down staff they're optimizing the projects that are making money they're cutting the projects that are making money it, it's wild to me that in 365 days that sort of strategy would boost you 156 percent obviously something else is going on there but all the tech companies have had record returns this year even though most of them haven't done anything that special except for apple the vision pro is actually yeah. one of their most innovative projects in quite a while like they don't they aren't known for changing much but that's that's big yeah can't wait to see the apple vision pro in one year and then have that be four thousand dollars instead oh for sure yeah absolutely right. that's enough about uh buttering up mark zuckerberg ryan tell us about your uh, <laughs> weekly story oh yeah 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 so um i uh went to mammoth it was it was beautiful it was wonderful um they got a lot of snow well, the first day I was there, they got like 10 or 12 inches of snow. No problem. I'm from Colorado. Driving through the snow is not that odd. 
whatever. Uh, saw a couple accidents, didn't make it. Not a problem. Then they got like five or six more inches of snow. Not a problem. Not a problem. Then this dummy thick storm comes through. Mammoth got over three feet of snow. Oh my! In wow. one day. That's a mammoth and amount of snow. Their their four day total was seventy two inches of snow. That's six feet for you know the uninitiated or two meters, just under for for any you know non-american viewers we may have love love to see that um so yeah i was i was driving home but boy did i get a lot uh more than i asked for mammoth to san francisco is usually about five and a half hours depending on traffic depending on weather it took about 10 hours to get home oh my god <laughs> um, there were just times that i could not see because it was a blizzard according to the weather channel winds were up to 100 miles an hour with all that fresh snow on the ground, it would just push it all over, so it was just a complete whiteout. So I just, like, could not see. I was driving between the pylons. I had no idea what was going on. Uh, every once in a while, I would have to stop and get out of the car and uh, get all the gunk that was forming on my windshield wipers off because they would stop working, and then that would make it even worse. It was, it was truly a oh, difficult God. drive. It was a difficult, difficult drive. I drive for skiing a lot because that's something I love to do, so I've gotten pretty desensitized to the whole snow on the road thing but that was new and intense and exhausting 10 hours in in where the first six or seven hours were in in whiteout conditions was just exhausting yeah and like a 10-hour drive for reference from our colorado folks is like denver to the bottom of utah on a normal day ugh. so five hours normally from mammoth turning into 10 ugh. Ugh, yeah, yeah. It was you just couldn't go fast. Sometimes you were at a crawl or at a stop, or you were going around cars who had slid off the road. So many cars who had slid off the road. My goodness, it was it was rough. Um, yeah, and we, you know, I thought I, I I thought that I was a good driver and that I knew a lot, and that experience was humbling because I had so much gunk on my windshield wipers that they weren't working. Because essentially what was happening is it was it would hit my windshield, my windshield was warm, it would melt, and then it would go below the windshield and refreeze, and then the wipers wouldn't go all the way down, and then they would be separated from the window, and then they wouldn't be doing their thing. So I would stop and, like, degunk them every once in a while. And one time, I pulled a little bit too much over, and I got stuck in, like, oh, no. three feet of snow. And I was freaking out, because I had never gotten, like really really stuck like you know tires won't spin or tires spinning but not going anywhere stuck in my forerunner with like winter tires like that was that was new for me um so it was it was with help uh digging myself out of like three feet of snow it was humbling rough it was so bad so we this is also a really funny thing i don't know if this is a feature or if this is unintentional, or if Google just, you know, like, doesn't give a shit. But we were trying to get on the highway to leave Mammoth. And the highway to leave Mammoth had been closed, for, like, obvious reasons. Because there was, like, 10 inches of road, pow. Because, uh, according to the Weather Channel, it was snowing above 3 inches per hour. So, it was snowing a lot, really fast. So they were like, yeah, this is not doable. So they had had cops at the on-ramps to the highway. 
And so well, we were we were gonna turn onto our on ramp. We we're like, shoot, I guess the road's closed, so we were gonna like turn around. So, but I just kind of kept following Google. <clears throat> And so it had me go like a mile up the road, cross a couple train tracks, do a little loop-de-loop, and then I was driving. And all of a sudden, I was like, I'm on the highway that, like, is closed. <laughs> Didn't see another car for, like, four hours and just kind of kept going. And I don't know if Google routed me that way because it was only closed at that on-ramp because that on-ramp was messed up, or if Google routed me on that way because it wasn't getting the updates that the road was closed because the cell signal was bad, or if Google just doesn't give a damn and <laughs> we're going. <laughs> I don't know. But it like we realized hours later after not seeing a car in front of us, behind us, going the other way for like hours, and then we crossed a checkpoint on the other side with police and we were like oh oh that road was closed mm. <laughs> whoops <laughs> which I means it wasn't getting plowed uh did the cops yes, ask you how you got there no <laughs> it's like wait a they second they actually like smiled and were like yeah later i don't know they did, did like, you, what are they did gonna you do see any like... other car tracks on that road like were you driving on somebody else's way or was it just like empty like no markings whatsoever for a lot of it, no, I was hitting the fresh road, pal. Um, but you know how there's, like, vertical spokes on the side of the road so that the plows know where to go when they're plowing? Yeah. yeah. That was me. I was the plow. He was the plow. <laughs> I am the plow. Um, you did your duty. Anyway. I, well, Kaylee really needed to be back in time for work on Monday. Like, because we were sitting there, and I was like, well, we could just stay here. Like, we could, we could get snowed in. Like, things happened. She was like, yeah... It's kind of sus if my, if I tell my boss I'm going skiing, and then I don't show up Monday because there's like a really great ski day Monday. Like that would be that would be awkward. I was yeah. like, yeah, that would be awkward. So we tried to really move heaven and earth to get her home. And at the end of the day, I'm, you know, I'm not terribly sure that I it was worth it because we both got home and we were like, that was really scary. You know, <laughs> you lived was, though. You got through it. And this is the silver lining that is the most important. But it was just, it was a very humbling moment because typically I do not think twice about driving through the snow. I don't think twice about anything with the snow or the weather or driving at all. So it, it, it was it was humbling because now I like, you know, I was kind of like, well, you know, potentially dying is probably not worth the couple hundred dollars I saved from not getting a hotel room and the potential secondhand embarrassment from, you know, the misunderstanding, even though anyone could check the weather and see that all the roads leaving Mammoth were closed because they all closed. You know, like, it's not, it's not like it's that bad, but in the moment I was like, oh, I just got to get home and yeah, probably, probably not the smartest decision to drive. Um, that was scary. So I wanted to open up the floor to any of you. Have any of y'all had any travel experiences like that or similar to that? Doesn't even have to be about snow. Am I alone here? Am I crazy? Not that nope. scale for me, but I was <laughs> like one one time I went to go like work out or something, and I I drove up to the rec center, did my workout, and I was going to drive back home, uh, but unbeknownst to me, it had just rained, and the month was February in Colorado, and it was very mm. cold after it rained. So that means roads were ice, ice. And the rec center, coincidentally, has to be at the very top of a big hill compared to my house. 
So I, I leave the rec center. I'm driving home. And uh, yeah, I see like a six car pile up on a just like a usual kind of like suburban road just going down. And I was like, oh, that's that's an issue. I should slow down to be safe. Right. Hit the brakes. I am not slowing down. I'm going faster. <laughs> and I'm like, uh-oh. I had gotten my car two weeks ago. <laughs> no. Uh, and I full panic hits me. I am not moving my steering wheel. But all of a sudden, my car does, like, start spinning a bunch, right? Like, oh, this is very not good. My car does, like, a full 360, maybe a 720. Don't fully remember. My brain was full of adrenaline. I don't know. Uh, but then all of a sudden... No warning. My car stops. Just full stops. Right? No idea how this happened. I'm like, okay. My car is okay. I am okay. We're awesome. Right? And so brain still full of adrenaline thinks it is a good idea to now get out of my car on this road that is fully iced up and cars are going down it still and go check up on how the people are doing out there because I, I wanted to be nice. Right? I go, I go talk to them. You know, they're, they're obviously pretty sad. You know, the cars are not doing too great. When all of a sudden I hear just like from the distance, get out of the way. Another car barrels down and ends up in the now seven car pile up. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Did they hit your car? No. Jeez. No, not my car. No, th- I, wow. I still have my car. Well, I, I didn't know. That's yeah. impressive. It was out of the That's way. Crazy. No, no, but it, it was fine because the car, like when I go, I didn't say this, but when I got out of my car to go walk over, I, I couldn't walk because my feet were slipping so much. Like I, I was Looney Tunes shuffling over to them. <laughs> uh, and then like, I was like, oh man, that's even worse. Everybody was fine in this. Nobody got injured somehow. So that, that's really, that's, that's good. That's good. That's good. Right. Uh, but mm-hmm. then I know I looked back to where my car is, and I see now a bus going straight towards it. And I thought, oh, this is the end. There's no way it's gonna stop, right? Because oh. <laughs> like in my mind, I was like, okay, I can't even like walk on tennis shoes. This this car, this four ton beast, is not going to stop on the road. And it like maybe like a plonk length it stops in front of my car it's like barely there like oh my god i exhausted all of my luck for life after that and so eventually i get back in my car and there's like police surrounding it now and i'm like lowest gear possible one mile per hour just going back home like knuckles are (laughs) white they are pale (laughs) it's going back home so not like a grueling 10 hour drive but definitely like a a 10 times normal level of adrenaline in my brain. I, I think that's mm-hmm. roughly comparable. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Scary. Yeah, we just had a big dump of snow. I'm sure it was related to it sweeping. I would guess it, it probably just swept storm. across that, that area out here in Colorado that hit us on Saturday. I took a trip like down the street to Chick-fil-A, which in hindsight, you know, not worth it. But well, what did you get? Yeah, what what did you get? I was I was just craving, um, and was driving across. Oh, there's what this did you get so we of, can know it's worth? Oh, it. yeah. Oh, this spicy deluxe okay. sandwich. That's, that's, yeah, that's pretty yeah, based order. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, once I was, was there, I was just like, it's great. I'd crash my car for a spicy. I'm deluxe. just a dark pepper guy, man. I don't All do right. the lemonade. You got the fries with it. I did get the fries. What sauce were you rocking yeah. with? A Chick-fil-A, dude. 
Okay, this. Okay. I mean, I think okay. that was worth yeah. it. Yeah. No, it was. Yeah. Worth it. it was. I don't even we, know. We, we, we risk death for I, that. So there's this stretch of road. Um, if you guys remember where the the Colorado Mills Mall is, mm-hmm. yeah. yes, I'm giving very specific location information now. Everyone knows where I live. There's a stretch of road <laughs> driving across the highway or under the highway that has like six lights in quick succession that my one of my coworkers <laughs> and I call the gauntlet because you can basically never get through all of those lights in one stretch. <laughs> so naturally, in this pelting snow, you know, all, I'm going to hit all the yellow lights where it's like, oh, I could go or I could stop. And the reality was in normal driving conditions, sure, I could stop. In this, I could not stop. So oh, yeah. every time. The, the second light when that happened... I was far enough back that I was thinking, oh, I'm going kind of slow. I should stop. I'm not going to make this. And I hit the brakes. And just like you, Mitch, <laughs> I did not slow down at all. I just kept going. And I was still a good car length back from crossing into the intersection when the light turned red. And I was like, this is concerning. And then I see the cars that are on the side of the intersection to my right start to pull forward <laughs> as I'm still crossing into the intersection. And luckily, I was able to swerve around, and they all stood on their horns, understandably so. But I hope they could see that I was very much out of control and was not trying to just run a red light. But, yeah, I Classic. the adrenaline rush just gets you. I was surprisingly, like, verbally very calm, but my heart was racing. I was just like, oh, 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 oh. Well, sorry. My bad. That's (laughs) crazy. I do think the the trauma was worth it for the sandwich, though. Absolutely. That's a good sandwich. I'm I'm going to die probably 10 years younger now, but dang, that sandwich was good. (laughs) I can also tell you guys about a close adrenaline rush moment that took place uh, this morning on the way to work. We are all really risking death here recently. Oh, yeah. (laughs) For me, it wasn't for a Chick-fil-A sandwich, though. It was just work. And I'm going. Not and I got my it. exit. And it's one of those no. exits that are on the left side. And so there's a median in between where this exit's going. And so I'm just going. And you know those cars that drive on the lane that's meant for the exit until the last second and then they get o- over? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. You hate those people, right? Mm. I hate those people. Mitch. And what I didn't realize is that I was currently behind one of those people, but they were driving at a speed that made it look like they were taking this exit. And then they stop. <laughs> they stop on this highway. Brother, I am driving and I am like locked in on just taking the exit and getting to the parking garage. Bro, like comes like turns a little bit and stops. Dude, I had to slam on my brakes, get out of the way of the car, and then get back over as I passed the car before I hit the median. And I was like, I'm getting, I'm, this is it. This is it. I'm totaling my car today. It's a Wednesday. Some random Wednesday morning, I'm totaling my car. This is it. By the grace of God, dude, I missed this car. Barely miss it. And then, like, it was so fast. Like, it could, I, I was not in control of my body. Like, adrenaline fully took over. I was just, boom, boom. And I was back. And I was on the horn. I was on the horn, bro. But I was terrified. Like, I get all the exit, I hit that light, and you know that, those, like, few seconds of you're just sitting there, and your whole life flashed before your eyes, and the music's still playing, and you just, like, deep breaths, very fast pace. 
you're just a little like <sighs> yeah you're just really thinking about a lot of stuff oh yeah <laughs> i could have just yeah. died there but i did not i didn't not even just... that i could have lost a bumper i could have just totaled my car on the side of the road and uh missed work oh yeah that's the worst of it <laughs> that's the worst part no it would have just been me. I would have just been really upset. I would have been so, 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 so upset with myself. Dude, that's why you need a dash cam for people like this where they're just Honestly. absolute idiots. Honestly. I was actually thinking yeah. about that on the way home today. I was like, I, why don't I have a dash cam, dude? But the, the thing that I want is I'm waiting for my insurance company to allow dash cam footage as evidence. Because some do and some don't. If you have an insurance company... That uh, well, okay. There's there's a few things. If you have an insurance company that allows you to use a dash cam, you should because then you can prove it's faultless. But in Europe, there's a few companies that'll pay you. They'll like you start your service and you pay. It's like a it's like a Wi-Fi router. Like you pay a small rental fee and they'll send you a dash cam. And like if you get an accident, they'll just take the dash cam footage. So like. You know, if you're a pretty confident, good driver, you know, you don't really break the law that often. Not a bad idea, but I think it's, I think the best of, of all worlds is having a dash cam and having an insurance company that accepts dash cam footage so that if someone wrongs you very badly, you can send them the footage. I mean, that's nice. If you're that's crazy to me that some insurance companies don't accept dash cam footage as evidence. Like, what, yeah. are they, what are they saying? This isn't valid? Like, this video <laughs> might be fake. Yeah, if you yeah, show them a, the video of, report. like, somebody totaling your parked car, are they just going to, like, I didn't see that. I, I <laughs> well, might be, might be fake. Might not be real. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think companies are trying to catch up with the times. Um, so, you know, a lot of... A lot of you know, the smaller, younger companies are trying to do that, but I would very much like it if my insurance company would switch and allow me to do that, because I would install one the very next day. Mm-hmm. California drivers make me scared. Yeah, and Houston drivers are equally awful, I hear. Or just Texas yeah. drivers. Oh, yeah. Yep. Are the yep. are the highways like they are in Austin, <laughs> where there's like 80 of them stacked on top of each other? Yes, there's... There's so many stacked over each oh, other. God, and the lanes. I've never heard Siri say, stay in the left seven lanes until I get to Houston. <laughs> they are so many lanes of traffic. So, so many. There is. So, Katy Freeway is a highway in Texas, freeway. And it is, at its widest point, is 26 lanes. Oh, my oh, Lord. My 26 what? lanes. How wide? What do How they wide do? is a lane? It, imagine, imagine you like you're in like the um, fourth from the lane from the left, and you have to take the right exit in a mile. You are playing Frogger in that very moment, trying to get over. That's a oh nightmare. My gosh. That's how I feel okay. on like a normal sector of the highway, where it's like, hey, there's, I gotta get over. Oh, how many lanes? Oh, I gotta get over six lanes <laughs> in a very so, short span. So the the standard lane width for the interstate system. So like on on a, an interstate is 12 feet so 26 of those is 312 feet or 104 (laughs) meters just over the length of a football field so imagine you're in the left lane and you're like shoot i gotta get off you gotta (laughs) go across an entire football field literally because it's 312 so you'd have to cross 300 to get all the way over you'd actually have to go an entire football field laterally 
You know what's and that's probably going in one direction. Yeah. Oh you you know what's you know what's probably ethereal is being on this road empty at like two a.m. That's oh. like a different oh, plane sure. of existence right there. Driving late at night where there's like four other cars and you're driving in ten lanes. You're like, where am I? It's it's <laughs> it's insane. It is insane. I feel, I feel like the same thing when you drive in the middle of the night over Bay Bridge. And you start, like, the on-ramp is three lanes. And then it splits out into 15 lanes for the toll. <laughs> and then there's a 15 to 5 merge. But it's it's super functional. Almost never backed up. It's really wild. But I when you drive over it, you will notice that there's, like, tire marks. Because people will go in the middle of the night when it's empty and, like, do donuts. Actually, all <laughs> over the bridges here, people do that, which is really funny. But that's only 15 lanes, like not even 26, and that is absurdly wide. Um, that's that's so much. That's so so much. Absolutely insane. I don't I don't know. Like, well, I guess they have to fill the tech the space in Texas somehow, and like they can do 26 something. lanes. Everything is bigger in Texas. Yeah. More yeah, lanes doesn't fix freeway. infrastructure. I gotta look at oh. a picture of this, Katie. Imagine I 70 with 26 lanes, dude. Gosh, here's the thing too. I feel like in Colorado the drivers are like relatively chill, but people in general aren't that nice. I feel like chill Just strangers. But in I would Texas, the chill. people are really nice, super nice even. Hmm. The drivers are terrible though, <laughs> and it's just like honestly. The thing, I mentioned this in the podcast before, but like Denver and Houston have been like weirdly complimentary of each other and i just keep finding new ways that it is i don't know it's strange i feel like california's yeah. got to be the worst of both worlds though because i feel like they got terrible dude, drivers and dude. also really mean oh. people <laughs> oh my god okay. no they're not it's, they're they're okay. they're not mean they're stupid <laughs> hey, <laughs> you drive anywhere every single intersection i'm at i the light turns green Seven seconds later, they're like, oh, I can go now. Dude, it turned green. Stop being on your Apple Vision Pro Max. Just go. It's, it's right there. Just cross the intersection. And this is, I, okay, before moving to California, I rarely had to use my horn. I never really honked that much at all because I never had a reason to. Most of the time, if it was like anything, I'd be like, oh, hey, I'll flash my brights. There's something coming up, right? I use my horn on a daily basis now because of how normally stupid everybody is in California. Man, this is a, this is the gigantic hate train going on over here. Dude, <laughs> I could go on for eons about how much I hate the drivers here. They're all deer in head. They're baby faunas and headlights. They're so none of them should have a license. No, everybody should be biking to work. That's the thing that I that I can like kind of respect about Houston drivers is that That's they're good. all terrible, but they're all aggressive drivers. So you can at least <laughs> like work with it a little bit more. I feel like it's better to have aggressive drivers that aren't afraid than to have like scared drivers that are scared to do anything. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, because at least the aggressive drivers, you can predict what they're going to do. The stupid yeah. drivers will turn left on a right turn and it's like, oh, okay, I got to deal with this now. Yeah, I will say with a lot of things out here that I've moved... I just get whiplash like anywhere else i find it's a lot more homogenous in the type of driver you know like the, the people on the roads in denver are just angry 
they just are angry. They're not, like, bad or good. They're just angry. Or, like, you know, the people here or there are good drivers or bad drivers or whatever, you know? Sometimes the drivers are great. And sometimes they're terrible. But it's just, like, whiplash. Because I'll be with a group of people who are all driving great. And then someone will just, like, veer through. And you're like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. Or, like, everyone will be driving relatively safe. And then this one guy will weave through traffic like he's you know, in GTA or something wild. Or the exact opposite. Everybody is kind of speeding, and then all of a sudden there's someone in the left lane going 10 under, and you're like, why are you here? And it's like the same way with service I found out here in California. Like, I get whiplash because you've got the nicest people you've ever met in the nice, in the weirdest places. You don't expect to find them. You're like, I did not expect to be absolutely shown magnitudes of respect by this checkout lady at Target or whatever. Yeah. Coupled with the people who just like hate you and everything and their lives and whatever they're doing and whatever you're doing like you know it could be the checkout person at costco and all of a sudden you're like getting death threats it's it's absurd it's not actually that bad but it's wild like you you're like oh maybe this is the vibe and then you go somewhere else and you're like this is not the vibe the vibe is just like (laughs) well dude you said the person who was mean was at costco i can Totally understand that because Costco in California is also an absolute tragedy. Because you really, this is the first time I like I I am a huge Costco fan. Me too. Going to De- going to Costco in Denver is like going to heaven, right? It's great time, free samples, wonderful days every time. Going to Costco in California, there is, without any exaggeration, without any embellishment, deadlock traffic in the produce aisle. There's you you cannot move. You are stuck and you can't move with your groceries. You, there's no motion unless you worse. drop your shopping cart and walk to wherever it is, come back, and your shopping cart will still be in the same place that you left it. Their driving that's, habits that's translate to the produce aisle. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've never experienced that one. But like, like we've said before, you know, me and Mitch may technically live in the same area but we're like geographically separated by like 60 miles or something like that yeah yeah it's still the bay area but very different very not the same yeah it's yeah dude the only time i can go to costco now is literally like lunch break on friday when everybody should be working and it's that's the only time there isn't a whole Mm -hmm. of people there Uh, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Mm. Well, well. That's enough complaining about California. <laughs> for one day. Yeah. For this episode. We'll tune in. Tune it. in next episode when we complain about California. Yes, sir. Although not me, because I believe that I can be happy wherever I am. And Mitch I doesn't. love that mindset. That's a great mindset. Your mindset is fantastic. Obviously, I'm from Florida, and then I lived in Denver for a while. So like I've had I've had a lot of it. I'm just vibing wherever I am. It's about the people I'm with, the homies I hang with, you know, on our on podcast or wherever. You know. Out there, it could be it could be a lot of places. Like you I'm can you can be happy in wherever. Colorado and I'm not going I'm only going back there. Why would that's I sell for less? That's such a not growth mindset. Don't care. Not it's the best that. mindset. It's not growth it's stagnant. Yeah, why would I? Speaking of great mindsets, though, guys, listen. <laughs> this is one of the greatest minds I've ever met. 
has joined us on our podcast today. And we have definitely spent way too long on the, the weekly segments. But I am so pleased to introduce one of the greatest minds and one of the greatest mindsets of havers I've ever met in my life. Guys, let's give it up for Jordan Clark. Woo! Ryan, you were clapping. Thank you. Jordan Sorry, Clark I hate, stands I at 6'6", and he has a degree in computer science from... The oh, Colorado no. School of Mines. <laughs> Audio listeners, he just whipped out the CS at Mines shirt. Boom. <laughs> boom. Ryan, uh, everyone has one here except for Mitch, I think. Yeah, I, I you don't know. If you're watching the video, what are you even doing? Yeah, you should you be watching that. YouTube. Yep. Anyway, Jordan, man, dude, tell us a little bit about yourself, dude. What's your, what's your vibe? What's your story? What brought you to Compile Time? I'm not going to lie. You cut out for me. <laughs> what brought you Shoot. to what? What brought you to the Compile Time podcast? Okay, all right. We sense the my audio censored your podcast name. I'm sorry. Um, Branding man, what what brought me here? Okay, so where should I start? Vibe or what brought me here? Vibe. Start with vibe. your vibe. What's your vibe? vibe? My vibe, pretty pretty laid back. I'm not gonna lie. The transition out of uh, college into full time work life, I'm still not there. It's been like seven months i'm still adjusting Mm -hmm. like i'm 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 just kind of doing my thing just kind of looking for areas where stuff can fall into place and and some stuff is some stuff isn't but rolling rolling with how it goes well okay so the work life settled in very nicely that's great got a fire team to work with we'd Um, love to hear it just just really really cool people um and and they're all like super helpful because I'm effectively helpless by myself at work sometimes. <laughs> so to have people that are just like, yeah, we got you, even though we know you're terrible at this, they're not actually like that. But um, yeah, it's just a solid group, and we you know get times to like hang out after work, and I don't just despise everyone. So I'm not just trying to run away and Was get that out concern? as soon as the time was. The time was up. I was worried that the first job that I had would just be like, oh, I'm just going into work and then make money and leave. But I actually mm. really enjoy it. And I really enjoy the people that I work with. So it's that stuff has all fallen into place. I will say, considering I'm, I moved about five minutes away from my house in school, <laughs> I have surprisingly like shifted out of the groups that I hung out with in school. So finding like, Mm. like a community of people to hang out with is still kind of a struggle outside of, you know, like work people that I occasionally hang out with. So that stuff hasn't quite fallen into place yet, but we're getting there. We're, we're branching out. So just kind of rolling with it. Also, I really like doing outdoor stuff and it's cold. So I hate it right now. Like it's great, (laughs) but it's, it's just, there's such a limit I know skiing. Have... I know Ryan. Skiing okay. is an option. Okay, I know. Okay, he, he, he knew what I, I was gonna say. Okay. I saw him. I saw him just like, listen. I, I, I want to tell you about okay. this amazing right. thing that you must not have experienced yet. You mean the best outdoor activity. <laughs> he lives. Not gonna lie. The ten-hour snow drive just completely turned me off from the idea. That didn't hype you up. I'm literally probably gonna go back like next week or something. You could <laughs> ski back down. Honestly, why even drive? 
Oh, because I'd get stuck. There's a nice, nice valley, and then I have to go back up the mountain. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. Then you bring the snowshoes and just make it the rest of the way. Yes, sir. That's a lot of work. But, no, it was it was a 48 hour walk home, so I was I was driving about four times as fast as you could walk it according <laughs> to maps. Yeah, but the walk would have been ethereal. It would have been really cool. It would have been cold, Mitch. Yeah. 100 mile an hour winds over the top of a pass while it's snowing three inches an hour. I'm not sure if that's survivable. I, well, I said it's not survivable. <laughs> that's pretty fair. That's pretty yeah. fair. I no, like it. You, Jordan, know you know what? Fair. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Jordan, fair. The, I'll you. the first thing you mentioned about getting cozy with work life and everything like that, that is great you mentioned that because we spent our first two episodes of the podcast almost exclusively talking about that as well. So I'm glad yeah. without like any prior knowledge, you jump in straight back to what we've been talking about. Well, if it makes you feel better, I listened to the first episode, so um, I at least knew that you had touched on it for that. I I wasn't sure if it had kept going or if you guys were really into, you know, being corporate stooges, <laughs> just like talking about all the, all these great, uh, working by nine to five or eight to five or seven thirty to five thirty. Ten to six Depends if you're on in my you ask. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ten to Tune six. In. That, I, I work 9 to 5, talk but about everybody else in my office stoogery. is 10 to 6 for some reason. Don't know why. Yeah, yeah, I was really feeling it. So my, my work is really casual about our, our attire, naturally, because we're all computer scientists. So you're lucky that we're even leaving the house in the first place. Yeah. But, you know, we'll all come. I dress like this. I'm in jeans and a t-shirt right now. Um, You know, I'll go like That's that fancy. pretty normally. But, like, early or mid last week, I was just like, I'm going to spice things up and wear a polo. And my, my, uh, company issued like sweatshirt and dude, I felt nasty. It was, (laughs) (laughs) I rolled into work. I was just like, what am I doing? The dev in the sweatshirt. Didn't feel spruced up. You didn't feel all corporate. I did not. I did not. In my, in my defense though, this sweatshirt has comically short sleeves. So Jordan, I think we, I think we are wearing the exact same thing pretty much. And I also wore this to, to work today. The black yeah. t-shirt, except replace jeans with khakis. Yeah. This is the, this is the corporate fit. I feel like khakis is like one level up. Yeah. Like you're actually, you actually care just a little bit more about how you look. No, I, mean, I, it, it, I, I just hate jeans. So I wear khakis instead. That's a, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's valid. I've been critiqued endlessly for the fact that I don't, I get home from work and don't immediately change out of my jeans. Mm. That is insane. So, I'm going to say that. Yeah. That is crazy, Jordan. That is wild. The only, Dude, like, the only like downside jeans. which I'm feeling right now is that if you sit down in like a chair that's... I don't even know what you would call the material that I'm sitting in. You get sweaty real fast in jeans. <laughs> oh, <laughs> It's not mm. a great feeling, and I'm feeling it right uh, now. <laughs> what kind of material is that chair? So you, wait, you I, go to your nine to five in jeans as well, where you're sitting down in the same chair for eight hours? Well, it's yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I have a standing desk too. Oh, so this I'm, guy. I'm, Big sitting, move. I'm only sitting down. I'm only sitting down for like four and a half hours. The standing desk is an absolute game changer at the office. Oh my gosh! Oof. Like it's the best. You finish lunch. And you just switch to stand because you're like, well, if I have lunch and then I sit back down, I'm going to slump. You know, yeah, I got to oh, energy stand. hits you right here. 
Yeah, oh, you need Jesus. it. Yeah, that's right. That's when my best development happens. <laughs> and I'm standing, and I'm in that meeting, and I am fully dialed. I'm paying attention. I am coding on the side. Oof. It's just... Ooh, I feel good. It's fantastic. It's the greatest. It's the greatest. I, I will say the only critique that I have is that they they need the level of like the highest level of the desk to be about <laughs> six inches higher because uh, are you too tall for your standing desk? I'm too tall for my standing desk. Guys, you too tall for his standing desk. I'm they so sorry do. for you. They can't dude, account for it's... Greek gods to show up to the table and work, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like when you lean forward and you're actually kind of hunched if you have to lean on the desk at all, it's not the best feeling. Mm. It's, it's just tough. It comes up to maybe, I don't even know where it would be, maybe a little bit higher than my waist. <laughs> you get to like, Boo-hoo. you know, engage in the other best feeling, looking down on everyone. Yeah, eight foot three Herculean <laughs> man just on his computer. Click, clack, click, click, click. Nah, I'm still a I'm still a twig. There's no Herculean going on here. <laughs> by, by size. I did oh. nothing with it. I'm just hogging <laughs> it from anybody else. Is that how that works? It's a global pool of height, and you just kind of breached in. And yeah, there's a limited amount. I'll take of height. that. <laughs> a comically yeah. large spoon. Just take a dip. Big swig of height. Ah, but uh, I would anyways. Always... What what brought you to the Compile Time Podcast? Why are you here? I was in the Discord channel. Bingo. Just by happenstance. I don't remember how I got in it, but I saw just one random afternoon. I saw, or it must have been an evening. I just saw all three of you guys chilling in the, in the chat. And I was like, oh, the boys are hanging out. And you had all your cameras on. And then lo and behold, a week later... <laughs> Ethan texts me and it's just like show your friends and it's a podcast <laughs> and I, was I like, didn't realize you fa- I, I didn't realize you saw it that's, before that's hilarious did that... you oh man <laughs> did you like accidentally walk into our first episode no but I saw it I saw that oh. you guys because I can see the chat and I can see who's in the video calls or in the in the chat rooms and I was like oh they're they're playing something there's three fellas yeah, I was, kind of, I was kind of considering, like, there are, spoiler, there are two other people in this group chat, aside from, you know, me, Ryan, and Ethan. One of them is Jordan. Another one is one of our other friends, which maybe might be a guest at, at some other point in the future, right? That's a mm-hmm. good idea. Yeah, yeah. But I, I was considering, like, this is just open to them, right? If they see us hanging out, there is nothing stopping them from just nothing jumping right stop. into the nope. episode. Like, oh, yeah, this is cool. That's how this episode just started. (laughs) Yeah, a completely open Hangout server with, like, no rules. We're just reusing it for our podcast, but everyone else in it is just, you know, able to walk in at any time. So I think it'd be really funny if, you know, in one of our future episodes, we just have people drop in. That'd be be hilarious. If people find our Discord, they can drop in on us at any time. One of our millions of fans can drop in at any time. It could be you. At any time. The one listening right now. It was Someday. Me. It was it was Jordan. He is one of those people. Yeah. We didn't someday, invite him. Someday we'll hit critical mass and we'll open up our own Discord server just for fans of the Compiled Time podcast. Patreoners. Mm. Yeah. You have to you have to get it through our Patreon. Yeah. 
five dollars. That's, that's like that's like gold. No, that that's a gold tier right there. The Discord, oh, you're, you're right, you're you got. Right. I mean, we, otherwise there'd just be too many people because we've got so many fans. Maybe twenty dollars a month, forty. I mean, maybe like five Ethereum, maybe. I mean, if you want <laughs> to the tech, you know. Five E. How much is five ETH right now? Probably like you I didn't know realize monthly. Monthly five ETH is about a month of rent. <laughs> Your monthly Zoom calls where you tell them about your success. They can't. They can't turn their cameras or mics on, but they can watch and listen. Yep. Yeah. They can. They can give reactions, so you can see like every now and then they'll just be like a laughing emoji pop up in the middle. Like that joke landed. The person oh, no, is giving sorry. us three ETH liked my laugh. <laughs> if I oh, had a laugh emoji right now, I would be smashing that button. Thank you. Thank you. I wanna I wanna offer a that. correction. One ETH is about a month of rent. Five ETH is is like five months of rent. Mm. That's mad. Hey, hey, if anybody wants to drop some ETH on us, I would take it happily. <laughs> happily. Yeah, I think I think the highest tier on our on our Patreon is gonna be five ETH. Um It'll just get you the ability to watch it live. That's it. <laughs> That should be really funny. No, we're gonna be like your personal servants if you give us five ETH. No, no, five ETH, and you get to you get to be a special guest. Five oh, ETH, and you not only you get to be in the server, but you get to join an episode. The only people who could afford that, that little... realistically is like Tim Cook. He's gonna be a special guest because he paid us five ETH. I I would love that. <laughs> I'd be like so Timothy featuring tag. Where's my featuring the CEO bro? of Apple? <laughs> So, so Timothy, the Apple Vision Pro. Good or bad? It's garbage. One? Tell me about it. <laughs> Can I have one? What did you think I'm of actually, the hook? So, Tim, I'm switching to Android. Your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> Tim, I've never liked your products. <laughs> Sell me on it. Tim, Mitch has green bubbles. Kill him. <laughs> He's like, Tim, don't worry. I, I have this new product. <laughs> And this new product that any Android that sends any message to Apple devices just instantly gets bricked. Don't tell anybody about it. That it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You remember that? Um, it was like that power sign. Effective, effective power. Effective, and like yeah. five Arabic letters or something. It was like we're gonna hide that yes. in the white space of messages, but only if you're sending it as a green bubble to an Android. Dude, just, that was crazy. Did I anybody that. figure out why it just bricked the iPhone? Is it, was it just like... Yeah, it, it I just, think it was... I'm pretty sure it was causing some sort of... Um, you know how like when people do um, like database injections and so they 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 uh, make it look like it's a, a, like a query of some sort and then they can, you know, add like the drop table command... Have you ever seen the people who are running a drop table command where their license plate should have been? So when the license plate camera went down on them, it <laughs> dropped the database of all the cars that had run red lights. <laughs> That's hilarious. I gotta, that, That's it was super amazing. good. I've I want to say it was crazy. probably that along the same crime, lines. But... Oh, it was. It was super funny. Um, but I want to say that it's probably along the same lines of that where iMessage does some, or just Messenger does some sort of parsing and in that parsing, it may, it may get a little confuddled with the, 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 the like long intro of characters, and then that middle part probably was some sort of command that bricked it. That that was my guess. Mm. Um, I assume it was something along the lines of like SQL injection. 
I love I'm surprised that. you guys hadn't seen that the the drop table um, license plate thing. That was oh, hilarious. That's incredible. That's though. crazy. That is awesome. We talked about that in um, cyber physical system security because that's an example. That's a class. Yeah, that's a lot of syllables for that's for master students. It is. Is CSCI like five eighty seven? I don't know. A big number too. Yeah. It's uh, which that class was all about cyber physical systems, which is basically like self-contained computer systems that you interact with. You know, like your car is a cyber physical system and requires security, and evidently, traffic cameras are a cyber physical system and require some sort of security because they are prone to SQL injection attacks and and whatnot. Um, not anymore though. I think they I think they fixed that. I don't I don't think I you can say, go around. Dang it. With a drop That's... table command, you got to be over for that. But whoever figured that out is hilarious. That they're like, "Oh, yeah, these ca- this camera is parsing my license plate," which means that if I, you know, in my license plate thing, have a thing that says like "close string" and then route it to another command, and that command is drop table, it'll just like do it, do it. <laughs> What else could you inject? That's insane. Uh, You can inject so much with that. Anything with SQL, pretty much. But drop table is pretty amazing. I mean, that's that's as good as it gets. Like you could run any sort of query you wanted. Like let's say I have my license plate, which you know, and I want it to actually put your license plate, Mitch. I could probably do that too if I figured it out. (laughs) Just spam five thousand copies of it, so all of a sudden I get fined out (laughs) fifteen k. I drop the table, right? And then I put no. only your name in it. No. <laughs> I feel like with that, with actually like inserting or updating tables, you would have to have a lot more like intimate knowledge of what their database structure looks like. With drop table, you can just be like, yeah, it's gone. Yeah, you would. <laughs> you would. Um, yeah, you, it, w- it would require more intimate knowledge. You're definitely correct about that. You could probably figure it out with... No, you need insider access. I was gonna say you could just drive through traffic lights until it worked, but that's probably not <laughs> drive through idea. traffic lights until your buddy gets a ticket out there. And <laughs> yeah, I you guess know, you can't get the results of it. Star where name equals this. I mean, in reality, you could just do um, select star where ID because there probably is an ID equals one. Replace name with mitch watkins i mean there's it's probably a very complicated <laughs> system but in reality it's also probably not because it's the government true they're Can't still running four tracks i was gonna you say know, it's like, probably written fortran though yeah <laughs> <laughs> like i was gonna say do you think they really have a person schema and a car schema you think they're really doing the whole actual relational database thing or do you no. think it's just like your name is a string it's based on whatever name we pull out of the license plate record like it's probably that. It's yeah, probably it's that. probably that. No way they're putting that much thought and effort into. No, no sir. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. Right. Well, we are currently an hour and eleven minutes into it, but before we sign off, I do want to touch on one thing with our esteemed uh, Greek god of a guest here, Jordan. <laughs> I I want to ask you because again, we're we're all from mines, and Jordan is likewise, right? We have discussed our experiences in length about minds and especially computer science at minds. So we want to ask you, or I want to ask you, because I just came up with this now. 
What is your, or what was your favorite memory of computer science at Mines? Like it, it could include us and we'd be very gracious if it did, but it could just be anything. Like what, what experience comes to your mind when you think, oh man, that happened back then, you know? You know what the right answer is. Roger? Um, hang on. I gotta check check and see if I can find a uh, a video real quick. Unfortunately, oh. the viewers won't be able to see this. What is the video? But on? I gotta I gotta make sure that I'm remembering the context of this right. Oh no, I'm because there have been. Now. I I would like to uh, at least to preface the story while I search for this video. Stories. This is this is more of a like several experiences all wrapped together. We've had some. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure you've heard from past episodes uh these oh, guys Alamode? talking about just mines oh man alamo but, but then also just like the <laughs> late it, nights does it have something to do with um the the server picture no i was thinking it had something to do with markers and ruler sticks uh, there's a lot of things that this could be related <laughs> to there those were some wild nights there's there's one video well there's one video in particular i did just find one um of of us late late night in alamode specifically me ethan and mitch oh my god wait i remember this i know the exact oh, video you're talking about i know it i know it <laughs> where, gonna, where okay. mitch is doing some some goofy <laughs> goofy like math equation on the wall that's not actually a real <laughs> math equation he's just writing really simple stuff and Ethan chucks a marker at him from across the room <laughs> to start off this video. So it's real smooth. Like he catches the marker, uncaps it, starts to write on the board. We do a quick, I do a quick little pan around of my camera. I pan back to Ethan who's sitting there like, like deep in thought watching it, watching Mitch <laughs> right on the board here. And then I just swoop back to the, to the board where there's just like a multitude of equations that have just appeared out of nowhere. And it looks like Mitch is just a genius, which he is. But the the movie magic that we performed that night to oh to make goodness. that happen was insane. <laughs> the other video I was thinking of was late night and periodic table. Oh yeah, that was just <laughs> there was there was one weekend during finals week. I don't remember which year it was, Ethan, but who knows? It was like. A Friday night to the next Saturday night between like, you know, Ugh. middle middle of the afternoon on that Friday to yeah like 11.59 on Saturday night. Ethan and I were probably sitting in, in two spots. Like we moved from one on Friday to the next one on Saturday and basically didn't move for the entirety of that time. Nope. Mitch it wasn't was there even for most it was of it. Friday morning. I remember was it this Friday morning? It was our, it was. It started Friday morning because I was actually like just. It's funny that you mentioned this because I was scrolling through old photos a while ago, and I saw these and I was thinking about it, but it was our junior year when Android app was it junior year? Yeah. Oh yeah. no! Our junior year, app dev, and we started at nine a.m. all day till midnight till we got kicked out. We went back home. To our respective homes, fell asleep, woke up the next day, started again at periodic table till midnight again. Oh my god. Yeah. 
Dude, it was a, it was so a nightmarish two days. You heard app development, and your brain immediately got hit by just like I, pain. <laughs> the pain I never want to see any line written in Kotlin ever again. What, what was I'm the sorry, professor in my lab class? What was the? It was Jeffrey. I, I don't want to spoil his name because I don't want to give his name Epstein. out. But it was Jeffrey. it was Jeffrey. Oh, it was Jeffrey. God, Jeffrey. it was. Jeffrey was so professor. hard to work with. <laughs> the Jeffrey man had him for our legend field himself. session. What a what an individual, really. Yeah, oh, Jeffrey uh, Friday... Jeffrey Bezos was the best professor. <laughs> <laughs> that Friday night, though, the first night, Mitch was there with us for for most of the evening, at least. Mm. At periodic table and we ended up ending the night in a study room and i just have a video somewhere of ethan writing something on the board along the lines of don't poop in the lobby <laughs> and oh yeah do you remember that <laughs> yeah i do now oh my gosh that was forever I, ago i though. can't find it i know that, that i so have it somewhere away. but i cannot find it and i'm i'm furious now if you find but, it you have to send this to us again because i want to go through memory lane I will sure? absolutely send Memory it to lane you. is fun. Goodness gracious. So, sadly, these right memories, the same lines. Yeah, sadly, these memories don't contain Ryan, but Ryan was with us many nights at Alamode as well. And oh, yes. to say the least, there was a trap, marker shrapnel everywhere from like samurai cutting markers yep. with a girthy ninja stick. Like a yep. I, I don't think I was there for that one, so I don't no. remember that. Oh, no, so we, we line up like ninja. like a samurai with like meter stick in draw position, right? They toss us the marker and we go, ah! we cut it and it was just 15 pieces across the entire room. Exploded. Yep. Exploded. We, at first, we were being really ginger with it, so like the marker would just fly across the room or like maybe the cap would come off, but by the end of the night, we just destroyed markers. I mean, we <laughs> annihilated we were flipping, markers. Dude, it was crazy. I think we broke one of the rulers too. I, I no, kind of no. feel like we did that. We, we did couldn't we have those are those were sturdy. One was like steel. The other one was like one inch by one inch cube of meter stick wood, and it was like you could. You I, could do I remember with night, a stick. <laughs> I remember one night we had done something, and then we were like, "Oh, we need to leave." I don't. <laughs> I'm not sure what it's we did. Not I thought it was the same anymore. I, you know, we had just been like, ah, we have, we have probably gotten ourselves in trouble. It's time to go. I don't remember Never what did. we did. I assumed we broke a yardstick or something. I, we probably, we broke we, a we lot. We probably of stuff did something stupid. Uh, I granted, all of this happens at midnight. Midnight or, or later. Yeah, we don't. We don't remember. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's not it, like there was anyone there. It always ends in Denny's. Always, always, always ends. Oh yeah. Then after bad nights, after nights where projects could have gone better, after great projects, after turning it in at eleven fifty-seven, and after turning it in at twelve oh one, you know we always ended back at Denny's. Yeah, bad nights or good nights, the result is always the same with flapjacks and a grand slam, which in a good time. It was it was always the greatest of times. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know. Speaking of of memory lane, it was actually funny because I just went back to to mines. I just went back to Colorado, just mm-hmm. for just for a quick visit, just for a little little funsies, little little trip, doing a little work. And uh, it was really interesting, actually. You know, when you're there every day, and you see buildings getting built on the scale of like every day, you're like, wow, 
This is taking forever. These buildings never get done. I'm so upset. And then you leave for like, you know, five or six months. And then you come back and you're like, they just built three buildings while I'm gone. Like, Wait, really? Yes. Yeah, so the Beck Center, which was a hole in the ground when we left, is basically completely done. Like I went to go into the offices. Yeah, I I went and had a meeting with someone in it. I was like, wow. Uh, A whole other building has been built uh, right by McNeil. Mm-hmm. That is just like it, uh, and is is like a big machine workshop. It apparently has like one of the biggest floor plans of any of the buildings at mines. And then they've got the steel frame for like this six story parking garage already built. Like it's it's obviously it's not done. And there's going to be classrooms in that thing. And That's then they're crazy. also they also had a crane. They were building something right behind um, shoot that chem building. That's like right Uba? next to Uba. Yes. No, Alderson. No. no, Alderson. Yes, Alderson. Yeah. Alderson. They were doing something with that. It looked like they were extending it, or perhaps they were just doing something. Oh maybe no, really no, new, but... that was the old USGS building, the Geologic Survey building. They are oh yeah taking they... it down and they're building a new one. And everybody was really upset because you know that like that tree that's really pretty in the spring that has like the yes tree yes oh, gone gone the jasmine one right the yeah. pink and. Yeah. Yes. That, this was an this was an outrage on mine Yak. Arms were thrown in the air. People were Bang. freaking out over like, this is a beloved tree. Like imagine cutting imagine cutting down like the tree of life, you know? Or like taking the Liberty Bell and just shattering it on the ground. Like this is the mine's equivalent of the it's Titanic. A big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'm gonna be real. I've had some tough days through spring semester. And walking under that tree just made him a lot better. I'm not going to oh, yeah. lie to you. Yeah, it's, it's a depressing. nice tree. It's depressing. It, it was it's surreal. It is just, it is just a, a, like a permanent construction zone on that campus now. I drive by there every now yep. and then. It is weird to drive by and be like, I used to go there. But yeah, yeah anytime oh, yeah. I go by, you know, having to navigate construction zones, I'm like, this is miserable. They're just adding space that they don't have. It's, yeah, it's they're wild. Also, it's also, they're adding a... Uh, they're they're building something huge near Mines Park, like the lot below it. So Mines Park is going to be bigger or something. I don't know what they're building there, but there's buildings. There's like when I was there, there were like three or four different sites that had cranes at the same time in different locations on campus. I was like, why is it I leave and then all of a sudden you start building like pounding out buildings? You know, maybe there's something I don't know. Maybe they got a lot of investor money. Maybe things are going great behind the scenes. Maybe they're trying to get more students. But all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, we're going to have 750 new parking spots in like, you know, 10 or 12 months. And we're going to open up, you know, you know, like 20 new classrooms across a few different buildings. And, you know, we're going to have all this new space and new stuff and a venture center. We're opening an entire business major. And I was like, wow. Like, Whoa. was stuff always moving? Actually, they, they did start the business major. So, so they have a whole th- – yeah, the whole Beck Center now is is a thing where anyone who's in the startups class can hopefully monetize their startup if they want to through mines or find buyers. And also for people in the business major to study how startups work. And the third purpose of it is to make a network of companies who like mines and who like mine students, uh, who have like lot, who are run by like lots of ex mine students or who 
you know, regularly recruit lots of mine students so that we know where to send people who are looking for work, especially when times are tough, when the career fair is terrible or whatever, you know, students can be like, well, this company has like 30 mines people, you know, you should go look at them and see if you can find jobs from them. Or this company was started by mines people. I'm sure they'd love to have you. We have their contact. We'll help you reach out. So the Beck Center actually is a wonderful venture. I think it's really, really cool. Um, and I think it's backed by money to even help some mines startups get their feet off the ground i think that's part of the venture in the names that's actually got a venture fund associated with it's so like that's all super cool yeah but unrelated to the actual question i was having which is like was stuff always growing this fast and we were just there every day so we didn't notice or are they no. have they just accelerated no. since we left well, so I, I i've made a astonishing realization though the reason they give you all of us freshmen hard hats when we come to the school is because there is always construction going on. Yep. It's not a tradition. It's safety. That's the reason they give us the hard hats. It's because, because of OSHA. Yeah, they have to. Legally required to equip the students with hard hats because there is always construction. That's I think, actually uh, super funny. They have always been building things, though. Like, I know, like, while yeah. we were there, McNeil was under construction. They were doing... Okay, but McNeil was the only one. I if I'm not mistaken... Is McNeil um, not the only one that's that, that No, Coors Tech was new too. And Coors Tech is a huge building in the middle of campus. But that did not happen dorm. in the four years we were there. 2019 to 2023, mm. like, Coors Tech was already there. Okay, I but what, 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 what's the name of the new dorm? Someone help. Oh, Jackson and Spruce. Uh, oh, Jackson. And Spruce. Jackson. Spruce was and built, Spruce like, during COVID entirely. Yeah. It did not exist when we were freshmen. And then it and then second semester freshman year they started building it and then all of a sudden it was ready to go like next year. It was actually think did. That they've, actually, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I I, I do think that they've the accelerated the the building of stuff though. I do I do think you're right. Like they've been building constantly, but I also think we kind of started at the point where they were really branching out to trying to get more people than they had, which may or may not have been the smartest idea. It, like I understand wanting to get more people because we're a small school, but it's like that's kind of that was kind of our thing is that we were small and selective, and then they they kind of over the years that we were there, at least from from the way I saw it is they were just bringing in like every freshman class was bigger, so they're just getting more yeah. and more people and they don't have the capacity for it, nope. so I imagine that they reached a certain point where they're like we can't accommodate this many people we got to expand now. So they're probably hitting that stage now where it's like, we got to crank these buildings out. We got to get more parking. You know, we yeah. got to expand our degree programs and we can't do that without facilities. I It feels like that's probably where it's all coming from. Like they were doing it while we were there, but it wasn't to the degree that it is now. Yeah, they definitely, I will say there's been a lot of positive changes. You know, it seems like they've got a fire to their butt to make things good. But you know what I'm really hoping for? Mm. And this is like probably the nostalgia in me, but like, I really hope that they're amping up the comm side department, man. They're giving them a couch or a coffee machine. Oh, they are. I mean, with can all we this. get our own building, please? And their own building, <laughs> no. bro. Never. <laughs> they will build every building campus. but the comp side building. They don't like us. We're just too good for them, bro. We don't just like you guys can get the basements in like six different buildings. <laughs> we do, we do, but not your own. Build. Not your. You own can have own like own. the same number of floors as most of our buildings, but you're not going to get your own building. Yep, yeah, no windows. 
yeah, if you take if you take the amount of floor space, comp size actually up there. But if you take the amount of windows, bottom. we are bottom tier. <laughs> bottom tier. Bottom. Um, yeah, that is that is the way. But I mean, they're revamping the comp site program a lot. It would just be nice to have our own space. To have our own space not just be like renovated rooms in buildings that were obviously not designed for that. Like I want a building with servers that you know students could potentially access and use but not have them just be like the school server locked behind a firewall like a, you know it'd be cool to learn on real hardware and i want you know yes, nice absolutely. good you know networking that we can learn about and facilities that are good and purpose-built for that like computer like my my lab computer doesn't have to have like a 4090 in it but it would be great if you know it doesn't like start smoking when I try to log into my account, that would be great. That would be awesome, you know. Or like having a computer that just like absolutely like poops its pants when I'm trying to open VS Code. Yeah. You know that would be awesome. I got to use the computers in the physics building for MATLAB because I wasn't sure what major I was going to be first semester freshman year so I actually got uh, certified uh, in like SolidWorks um, and, and I did some other things those are nice computers they are fast computers they are good computers the computers in the computer lab are recycled Dell Optiplex uh, dual core computers which are fine which are enough and if you like Vim they're like they can be pretty snappy but they didn't teach us to work on Vim. They forced us to download, you know, uh, what was that called? Sea Lion um, and, and other things. Like, those have bloat to them, and they slow those systems down a lot. Or, like, man, when we were in, um, what was it? Not cyber-physical systems. That other security class. Um, it did not take a single security class. Yes, I know what you're talking it's about. InfoSec? You know Infosec, yep. yep. Security Infosec. and privacy. There it is. There it is. When we were in the class, <laughs> when we were in Jordan Infosec, and I read that class together, and uh... no, yeah, absolutely not. Most Just of completely didn't work. But um, I remember we were running encryption, and my computer was like chugging, and so luckily, somehow, I knew that the admin code on that computer was admin. <laughs> which I didn't use for like nefarious purposes. I just wanted to open Task Manager because you're not allowed <laughs> to do that either for some stupid reason. So I was like, I just want to see what I'm doing. I was like, oh, I'm using 100% of the CPU and the RAM. Hmm. <laughs> oh, like, why? <laughs> yeah, it was it was just absurd. I was like, when? Like when when my computer is just absolutely suffering when when I'm literally doing the school lesson like I was in lab doing the lab like during class I was like this is this is bad so new computers for the comp size please yeah hear well, our plea BCJ yeah well ended up there right he's still there he's still there he won't he's leave never leaving like eighty years he's been the president. Since the school was founded, like 150 years ago, whatever it was, PCJ. So. And he yeah. was a student there, too. 50 years ago, is it this year? Yeah. It might be. I get is letters. It? You know what? That's something that kind of ticks me off. I'm like, I just graduated and you're asking me for money? <laughs> like, give me, like, a few years to, like, have my feet under me. Yeah, it is Come 150 on years. Yeah, mine. So you didn't even help me get a job. Like, what? 
I can't give back until I Not get some for myself. Gosh dang. Like, <laughs> let him get his own, man. You, you, you don't get a, nothing. You could have a building with your name on it, Ryan. Oh. <laughs> well, I can also Hall. have a paycheck, too. <laughs> Rumana Hall. Yeah, there's going to be no Rumana Hall unless I make it big and somehow it's Mines' fault. Yeah. <laughs> like, I gotta make it big and it's because, like, of an amazing Minds connection or because there was some there was something there. Like if I make it big in an unrelated way, Minds will get, you know, a brick or something from me, but there will be no Ramana Hall. You're donating to CU Boulder. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not that mean, gosh. <laughs> yeah, no. They have uh, better parties though. Yeah. We, well we could, we, like make make Ramana Hall, but not associated with Minds at all. Just right next to campus. Just a building. <laughs> I'm gonna buy out like I'm gonna buy out like a frat, right? Tear it down, make room on <laughs> just piss everybody off, never sell. Um It's just your house. Just, just build my personal house there. <laughs> Although somebody already does that. Like those personal houses that are right next to the rec center, like that is primo real estate. They rent those oh, houses yeah. for so much. I, I actually knew someone who lived in one of those, and they were like, it's teeny tiny. It's like twice as expensive as an equivalent house, but you can't beat the fact that I live on campus, 10-second walk from the dining hall. Since I'm on campus, I still have access to the meal plan. You know, I, I can, like, you know, walk to class in less than a minute. I'm allowed to have my car parked on campus, but I have a designated spot that I don't pay for. It's included in rent. I was like, well, you know, the more you talk, the more it makes sense. But I'm also like, you're also paying $2,000 for a bedroom. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Well, we've been going for about an hour and a half now. I think we can end it off by saying, PCJ, please give money to the CS department. We need it. We please. are your best major. So I... I feel Please. like we kind of deserve something at this point, right? We well, definitely make nothing. the most money, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. If you I give the CS department more stuff, we'll consider donating. Consider. We don't. We don't have consider. corporate sponsors, though. Like the Petros have Chevron and Exxon dumping tons of money into the school. Like we don't have like a Google or a Microsoft that pays mines. It'd be great if it did. Google, mm -hmm. if you're listening. Microsoft, if you're listening. Support an up and coming college. <laughs> Mm -hmm. that's right we are the we're greatest still, still up and coming college up. give us like three or four more years we'll be accredited yep that's uh, crazy but you're right yeah yeah uh, jordan thank you very much for coming onto the podcast uh is there anything else you would like to say before we uh sign off here oh man i should have planned ahead just in case mm. <laughs> nah man Thanks for having nah, me. Nothing. I'll be sure to to just drop in on one of your sessions just unannounced and then not provide <laughs> you with any of my audio. So just, just sit there in the call. That'll be the greatest. The, the YouTube awesome. the YouTube will just be like me talking and you guys can hear me, but nothing else. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> that would be good. An absolute tapeworm on our podcast. That'd be great. <laughs> we love uh, it. We love to hear it. Yeah, yeah. Ethan, sign us off. Uh, what do we gotta say for this? Guys, it's been a great episode. Thank you to Jordan again for joining us. Um, if you're not already following us on Instagram, please follow us at the Compile Time Podcast and check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. It's been a great week, and um, I hope your code's compiled by now. Compilers, take care.
Have a good one. See you guys later.